0: Hey everyone, this is John Sherrod. Welcome you back to Quick Take, your uh, Apple Focus podcast that breaks things down into small digestible podcast episodes. So, you know, I know that you've got a lot of other things to listen to if you're anything like me. So I want to kind of keep it short and sweet. And tonight I want to talk a little bit about gaming on the Apple TV. This is a little bit of an odd thing for me to talk about because I'm not much of a gamer. I definitely was as a kid and as a teenager and even through college. But, uh, you know, as an adult, uh, you know, as someone in my mid-30s, I don't play a lot of games, although I have a lot of friends who do. Um, but one of the things that, that, honestly, even though I'm not a gamer, most excited me about the Apple TV when it, when it first went to the, um, the fourth generation Apple TV with an app store was its potential as a gaming platform. You know, this is um, no no surprise if you followed Apple or or even the the computing landscape for any length of time, but Apple uh, was never a gaming company. Um, They they never had any kind of uh, corporate aptitude for the gaming market and never really seemed like they were pursuing it. Um, Whereas uh, over on the PC side, that was where the gamers flocked to who were interested in gaming on a personal computer, Um, I'm sure in in no small part due to the fact that you could uh, build a custom PC to your specifications and put in, you know, super fast cutting edge graphics cards and and that sort of thing. And that that sort of thing was never possible on the Mac. And the Mac has gotten better over time. The App Store helped that. And even before that, Steam coming to the Mac helped some. But even so, the Mac has just never been and still isn't a big gaming platform, which is funny because when uh, the iPhone came out and Apple introduced the App Store alongside the second generation iPhone, uh, that opened the door, and a lot of developers were really excited about building games for the iPhone. Uh, and so Apple sort of, through, the, through virtue of the fact that it had, with the iPhone, one of the biggest computing platforms on the planet, um, and also an app store where it was relatively easy for developers to create apps for it, including games, Apple sort of stumbled backwards into having one of the biggest uh, gaming platforms uh, in the world with the iPhone. And, and later on the iPad and other iOS devices as well, like the iPod touch. Um, and, uh, you know, so I still think as a company, they don't really have a whole lot of aptitude for, uh, guiding a gaming platform. It's more just that they've got a big platform that's easy to develop for. And, uh, and, and people who have developed games have targeted it for that reason, because they've been able to, to make money off of it. So that's, that's, kind of where iOS was when the Apple TV finally came to the fourth generation in 2015, where we finally had an app store and uh, it was wide open for developers to write apps for the Apple TV in the same way that they did for the iPhone. Um, now it's been over two years now. Um, we'll be coming up on three years this fall since the app store came to the Apple TV and what is called tvOS. Um, and Apple TV is not a big gaming platform, unfortunately. And I think there's a few reasons for that. One, uh, you know, Apple TV doesn't sell anywhere near as many units as the iPhone does. I mean, it's just a massive difference in scale. The Apple TV, uh, while, you know, selling in large figures compared to a lot of other products and a lot of other categories, is, is very small compared to, you know, the number of iPhones sold. So there just isn't as much of a demand to target for it because there are less people with an Apple TV who are willing to purchase games and that sort of thing uh, on on the Apple TV. Um, and for whatever reason, it just seems like in-app purchases and things like that, where people are more used to, more accustomed to doing that uh, on a smartphone, and just maybe, maybe not so much on a on a, on a TV box. Um, and and even though the Apple TV now has been, you know, it was first introduced in 2006, uh, the whole TV box market still seems like it hasn't quite found its footing and solidified, and into what it's going to be. Um, so you know, that's one reason why I I think we haven't seen as many games coming to Apple TV. I think another thing, uh, another big thing kind of related to the fact that there aren't many sold is that up until very recently, you couldn't buy an Apple TV on the biggest retailer in, in America, Amazon. Uh, you used to be able to buy Apple TV products on Amazon, but, uh, when the fourth generation came out, uh, you couldn't. And that's because, uh, Amazon has a policy where they don't allow, you know, TV boxes like the Apple TV to be sold in their store unless the Amazon Prime app is available on that platform. And, uh, you know, I think Apple and Amazon both, you know, have share some of the blame and the reason why that never happened until recently, it's only just been in the last uh, few months that the Amazon Prime app has finally come to the Apple TV. And because of that, the Apple TV is now again available for sale in Amazon Um, But both companies, there was, you know, some disputes going back and forth. Of course, Amazon would prefer to have had, you know, uh, given a smaller cut to Apple for things purchased through the Amazon Prime store. But at the same time, you know, Apple TV is a big enough platform that Amazon wanted to be on it. So eventually, however it happened, I'm glad that we now have the Amazon Prime app on the Apple TV. And now Apple TV is for sale in the Amazon store. And surely that's going to have a positive impact on sales in the long run. But in addition to those couple of things, Apple shot themselves in the foot as far as gaming goes when the Apple TV was first announced. Uh, One good thing they did was they did allow um, uh, third-party game controllers to be used with games on the Apple TV. Apple does not make its own first-party Apple-branded, Apple-designed game controller, uh, but they have a made-for-iPhone standard for controllers and have had, even going back before the Apple TV had games, you could use this with your iPhone or your iPad, uh, but you can buy... Uh, third-party-made game controllers that work with the Apple TV. And uh, so that's good. Um, and, but it was interesting, when they first uh, showed uh, um, uh, sort of screenshots of what a game screen might look like, there was one that showed um, an Apple TV game, and it actually um, mandated on the screen, it said, uh, requires game controller... Uh, for use. So in other words, you couldn't use the Siri remote for some types of games. And so I'm sure that got a lot of gaming developers excited because uh, they could, uh, you know, create a game that was game controller specific and not made for the, the little uh, Apple TV Siri remote. The Apple TV Siri remote is great for a lot of games. There's a lot of great games like Crossy Road, which is one of the first games that Apple highlighted when they introduced the, the fourth generation Apple TV is a great game for the Siri remote, but a lot of other games, especially games that require a lot of movement, um, fighting games, uh, role-playing games, things like that, where you're moving a character around on a screen, you can do that kind of thing with the Siri remote, but it's not a good user experience. Uh, so when the Apple TV finally came out, um, gone was any mention of, Um, the ability for game developers to say you must use a game controller with this, it doesn't work with the Siri remote. And in fact, they said your game has to support the Siri remote. And I'm sure the thinking behind that from Apple's standpoint was uh, we want as many people as possible to have a great experience with all the apps they can download. We don't want them to be frustrated when they download a game and they find that they have to have uh, a third-party game controller, which again, it doesn't come with the Apple TV. You have to buy these separately. So I'm sure that was a big reason why um, that didn't take off initially. Another thing, that, uh, another way in which Apple kind of shot themselves in the foot was that they initially said that uh, Apple TV apps cannot be larger than 200 megabytes in size, and uh, as you can imagine, that limits a, a, you know what kind of games can be created for the Apple TV if it can't be larger than 200 megabytes in size. Um when you think of you know, just the capacity of a Blu-ray, which some of these game console games come on, um, you know, 200 megabytes is, is, is not nearly enough space. Um, and for over a year, that was the requirement. I believe it was in January of 2017, so not that far in the past, that Apple finally lifted that restriction and raised the cap to four gigabytes. Which is, you know, gives you much more room uh, to work with in creating, uh, you know, a game with lots of graphics and cutscenes and things like that. So, you know, who knows? I think if Apple hadn't have done those two things, I think we would have seen more games and more high quality games developed for the Apple TV so far. I don't think it would be, you know, competing with the uh, Nintendo Switches and Playstations of the world by any stretch, but I think hopefully we would have had more quality games than we do at this point. Uh, There are some quality games absolutely for the Apple TV um, from some of the top name uh, game companies out there. Um, but they've kind of come in at a trickle. There definitely hasn't been a waterfall of them at all. Uh, one of the ones that I've been waiting anxiously for was for Square Enix to port some of their classic role-playing games, like the Final Fantasy series to the Apple TV, because I'm just a big fan of, of that genre. And, uh, it seemed like something that could, and maybe inevitably would happen eventually because, um, Square Enix actually ported a ton of their games. I think you can get Uh, the majority, except for maybe the most recent few uh, Final Fantasy games for uh, the iPhone. Um, And so, you know, that shows that they have people working on targeting for iOS and it's not that big of a difficult jump for developers to, if they know how to target iOS, to write for tvOS. Um, So it always seemed like a matter of time before that would happen, you know, before they realized or, or decided that there were enough people on Apple TV that maybe they could make a go of it. And uh, last year they did release uh, some games, but not any of their role-playing games. There was like a Lara Croft uh, Tomb Raider game and like in a Hitman game, that sort of thing. Uh, but it's just very recently in February that they released Chrono Trigger, uh, which was one of their super popular RPGs from the 90s from the Super Nintendo over to Apple TV. And it's something that they had poured over to iOS as well. So they just made it where it's a cross-platform game that you can... Um, you can purchase it. Um, and you know, I haven't looked to see if it's a universal app, actually, if it, if once you purchase it and one, it's available on the other, I'll have to look into that. But regardless, you can go into the Apple TVs, uh, tvOS app store and for $10, you can purchase Chrono Trigger. Uh, and I did immediately once I saw that it was in there and I've been playing through that a whole bunch the last few days and, and it's fantastic. Um, so that was an encouraging sign to me. I'm hoping that enough people will purchase it. I did look and, And it was the number two uh, paid game app when I looked last night uh, in the tvOS app store. So I'm hoping that's encouraging and will encourage them to port some of the other games, including the Final Fantasy series, over. Um, So, you know, it can be like a snowball rolling downhill. The more it rolls downhill, the more it picks up, you know, snow. Hopefully, as more game developers like Square Enix come to the tvOS app store, hopefully that'll encourage more game developers to do so and bring more high quality games as well. Um, but it's been slow going. Uh, I think um, I'd love to see Apple push the Apple TV as a gaming platform more. Again, they've never really had any institutional aptitude or love for gaming per se. I mean, I know that they always do show games for iPhones. When a new iPhone comes out, they always have a game developer or two up on stage to show it. I'd love to see more of that with Apple TV. Um, the hardware in Apple TV is not cutting edge compared to your Playstations of the world, but it's pow- It's it's a it's a very powerful little machine, and it can definitely um, handle a lot of games. Um, so I'd love to see Apple push that more. I, you know, this is one thing that I would just love to see is for more game companies like Square Enix, who have a, a massive back catalog because they've been putting out games for decades. I'd love to see them port more of their their classic games. You know, those a lot of that IP is just not doing anything but sitting on the shelf unused. I would love to see more of those companies port it to platforms like the Apple TV so that we can enjoy it. Um, of course, Nintendo has their own console, so we're not going to see much from them. I know that Mario Run is on the iPhone, but um, as much as I'd love to see a Mario game for Apple TV, I just feel like they probably want to to guard the TV experience to their own platform, to their own console. Um, but, uh, you know, there is some encouraging signs on that front. Uh, Capcom released the um, the redesign, the, the totally redone version of the classic uh, NES DuckTales game for tvOS um, over a year ago. I've had that for a while. And they also, uh, Sega also ported three of its classic uh, Sonic games from the, the Sega Genesis and the Sega CD over to Apple TV. And those are great. Uh, my son and I love playing those. Um, so I'd love to see more of that. I'd love to see Apple again make a bigger deal out of the apple tv as a gaming platform run some commercials on it really try to work with gaming developers to to get more high quality games in there um, and the last thing which is the pipe dream for me and i i kind of doubt apple will ever do it but i would love to see apple design their own first party game controller of course the Siri remote's there but I want to see an Apple design game controller. The The made-for-iPhone spec, um, I, don't, I, I don't know if this is specifically specified in the spec or or if it just is the nature of things, but but all of the uh, made-for-iPhone gaming controllers that are out there that are compatible with, with the Apple TV um, basically look like Xbox controllers, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I don't think, I think there are better game controller designs out there. I'm um, I'm in the camp that says the Nintendo, uh, GameCube controller was the, was the best one ever created. That's obviously highly debated. Um, but the, but the one, the, you know, the, the Xbox controller is not bad at all. And, uh, I've got a couple of the Steel Series Nimbus, uh, controllers and those are just fantastic. I've had them for a couple of years. Um, they take a pounding. I've got four kids, seven and under, uh, and they they beat the heck out of those things, and they look as, as and look and function as good as the day they were purchased, and they charge with a lightning cable, so that's super great um for you you know if you have Apple devices, you've probably got a bunch of lightning cables in your house, so easy to charge, and they stay charged forever. I hardly ever have to charge them so I can't recommend the Steel series Nimbus controller highly enough, but I'd still love to see Apple develop their own gaming controller, and I think that would help uh spur developer interest in it. I think they could do a better job than the design that's that's there now in the made-for-iPhone spec. Um, and, you know, again, that would certainly help show that they are serious about gaming. Now, again, I don't see this as a likely thing, but uh, if you're listening to anyone at Apple on the Apple TV team, I'd love to see it happen. Uh, you know, of course, I'll be looking forward to see what Apple does, if anything, with the Apple TV. I don't expect new hardware this year since we just got the Apple TV 4K last year. Seems like every other year might be... Uh, the kind of pace that we might expect to see with Apple TV, but I just hope they continue to make innovations in tvOS, and I hope that they bring some uh, game developers on stage to show off some high-quality games. Uh, In the meantime, I highly recommend you go out and pick a copy of Chrono Trigger Up for Apple TV if you're a fan of the classic Squaresoft games and uh, we'll see you next time on Quick Take. Again, you can uh, find me on Twitter at J.W. S-H-E-R-R-O-D, and you can download the Anchor app for free from the App Store or from the Google Play Store, and you can actually record a voicemail and send it to me that I can actually include on a future episode. Thanks, and have a great day. Bye.